Becoming the One podcast with Joe Taylor. Hello and welcome to episode two of Becoming the One with Joe Taylor. In episode one, um, for anyone that hasn't listened, um, it was a joint collaboration with Matt Horman from The Three Wise Fools. Matt at that time um, was going through a pretty raw relationship split and we were talking about kind of how to deal with it um, and being kind with yourself really. Um, and I want to just, before I go on to the main topic for tonight, I want to kind of just add a little bit to that. For anybody that is struggling um, with a relationship split, the first thing I want to say to you is... Um, you know, nothing ends well, otherwise it wouldn't end at all. Um, and it is sad when relationships end. But one thing that I always, well, one thing I've learned, should I say, I wouldn't say I've always done, um, is that what we tend to grieve for is what we thought the relationship could be. But when you actually look at the cold, hard truth of what the relationship actually was, um, that's why you split up. So for anyone who's out there now who's like kind of moping around a little bit, feeling the pain, um, when you actually look at what it is that you that you're upset over, it isn't actually what you've lost. It's the idea of what you thought it could be. Um, you know, things often start out well, and then um, they don't. <laughs> you know, it goes wrong. Um, and I think. Where we tend to, where the pain comes from is we think about the good times. We think about normally the beginning, you know, um, and you're kind of thinking, oh, if only could have that again. But you've got to remember, it takes up to two years to fully to get, get to know somebody. That's psychology. So if the relationship um, didn't last two years, you didn't fully know them. So what people always put the best foot forward. So you generally, when you first start dating somebody or becoming a friend with somebody, see the best side of them. They show you the best side um, and you create this image in your mind of who they are and, and what they can bring to your life. As time goes by, um, people get their feet underneath the table, the mask slips a little bit and that's when people's true colours um, come to the surface. And then if they're not what you thought they were and this isn't what you thought you were going to get, that's when things start to fall apart. And then, like I say, when the relationship ends, what you're pining for is the vision you had in your mind of how maybe it was in the beginning and and it's a case of, oh, if only we could go back to that place, if only we could go back to how we were, you know, last summer or whatever. But you've got to hold in your mind what it was like at the end You've got to hold in your mind, you know, how bad it got and know that it was the right thing for it to end. So do not, whatever you do, look back to the good times unless the, those good times were always there, unless that was the standard of the relationship. You know, you've got to keep focusing um, on, how, on how bad it was and how it wasn't working, how that person wasn't giving you what you were looking for focus on that only and the only thing you're going to feel is a sense of I've done the right thing it's the best thing that it's ended you've got to focus on that what tends to happen is people you know it they feel that pain feel that pain and it gets to a certain point where 
They kind of got over it because of time. Because time is the greatest healer. But my advice is, if, you know, unless it was last week, you know, obviously give yourself a break. But if you find it's going into months and you're still struggling, just look at your thoughts um, and you will find that you are pining, you are grieving for what you thought the relationship could be, but not what it actually was. So that's just a little bit of advice um, before we start getting into um, about becoming the one. You might think, what's she on about? Becoming the one. People often refer, when they're in the search for a relationship, um, to finding the one. But I want to turn that on its head. Now, for anybody that knows me, that I've listened to my other podcasts, when I teach, when I talk, I, yes, I come very strongly from a psychology um, point of view. That's where my background lies. But also, I talk about energy. So, I talk about the law of attraction. Um, and, and the, you know, relationships are, well, actually, probably one of the biggest um areas really when we talk about the law of attraction when you are um in that you know if you're single and you and you you want a relationship you've got to understand that you don't attract what you want you attract who you are so to find the one actually it's about becoming the one if you go if you haven't listened to my first episode of the chewing the spiritual fat where I talk about the energy signature frequency, go back and listen to it. Because what you need to understand is um, the, the, you know, the energy that you give out, the person that you are, the beliefs that you've got, the values that you hold, that's what you're going to attract in. A lot of people say to me, oh, I'm going to do a vision board, Joe. You know, they're in the law of attraction. They understand that, you know, you've got to focus on what you want, etc. And I say to them, a vision boards are great, but don't do a vision board for the person that you want. You've got to flip that and you've got to do a vision board for the person that you want to be. Every quality that you were looking for in a relationship, you need to be that energy. You need to have those qualities. I think probably one of the... the one of the best ways to put this, a lot of people out there um, have got insecurities. If you've got insecurities, you will attract somebody else in who's got insecurities. Because the law of attraction basically means that about 85% of your energy, of your frequency, is what you were going to attract in. Um, so I often, if people are going in cycles, you know where you keep attracting the same type of person in? And you wonder why, it's because of your energy. Um, I always say to people, if you keep attracting in relationships that are not working, take some time out, please, and focus on potentially healing yourself or focus on becoming the one, focus on um, becoming the person leading the life that will attract in likewise person leading a likewise life. Um, so... Like I say, whatever you're looking for in a relationship, in a partner, you need to be that energy, you need to be that person. So, yes, make a list of all the qualities um, that you want in a person. A little bit of advice on that, you know, you want to be looking for the energy. <clears throat> so it's not necessarily, yeah, you want somebody that you're attracted to. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't be too specific on 
like the physical side of them um i wouldn't get sort of hung up on the kind of job that they do um because all of that's material all of that's just face value when you're writing down the qualities that you're looking for you know it wants to be like somebody who's honest genuine kind-hearted compassionate loyal trustworthy sense of humor um you know and and once you get those things right and you're attracted in the person that you know as the qualities that you're looking for to be honest they will become more attractive to you you know what we tend to do as human beings is top of our list there'll be somebody that we fancy but and and that's where to be honest with you people look back in all your relationships the toxic ones the ones where you couldn't let go but it was never going to last if you if you if you listed all the qualities that they had that kept you going back and cast iron guarantee that quite high up on that list will have been physical attraction the sex um you know the way that they looked the way that they turned you on um physically and especially when we're younger we think that's all there is really your relationships you know oh, you fancy um sex is good let's crack on um, as you get a little bit older and wiser, you start to realise that actually it's not always about the looks. Yes, obviously, if someone totally isn't attractive physically to you, it's probably not going to work. Um, but really, your values and your, your qualities that you're looking for, you should you need to start off with the, the way that that person makes you feel. Um, and like you say, the kind of person that they are, um, because you know for me attraction um, attraction grows um, and you do find people more attractive you know when they treat you right as well so you know when you're doing your, your tick list when you're, you're setting um, down the things that are important to you um, you know you've got to think about the way that that person makes you feel the effort that they put in um, you know, they can be beautiful on the outside, but if they're not treating you in the right way and they're not putting the effort in, um, you know, as my mother always says, they're a good looking out. Um, you want somebody that um, primarily rather than 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 the looks, um, you want somebody that um, knows how to treat a person. Now, as I was saying, you know, it's not about finding the one, it's about becoming the one. Now, as much as, you know, I'm a lovely person, I like to think I am, over the years when I look back, you know, when I've looked at um, the way or, or the goals and the values that I've had um, for what I want in a relationship, it hasn't always been in the right order. And and likewise, you know, I haven't always attracted the right people in. Um, and sometimes, you know, you might think, oh, I want somebody trustworthy, I want somebody loyal and i want somebody who's honest um but if you've got insecurities and you need to look on someone's phone um or you don't trust them then actually the problem doesn't lie in the other people the problem lies in you because if you don't trust then you will attract in people that are not trustworthy if you have trust issues you will always be looking for something that isn't trustworthy in somebody and then, like I say, you know, the universe will actually, you know, it mirrors your inside. 
So that's why you'll it's you're always finding people that not to be trusted. That then obviously blows up your trust issues even more so. So it's a vicious circle. So you've got to look deep. You've got to be honest with yourself. And if there's any insecurities um, that you've got, my advice is heal those and then you know, be open to a relationship because otherwise you will just keep going around in the same, and you know, the same cycles, attracting the same um, people that might look a little bit different, but the issues are the same. Um, So, you know, like I say, make a list of all the qualities that you want, but then you've got to become that person because remember you don't attract who you want, you attract who you are. Um, And, I, and if you've been in relationships that haven't... Um, been loving or haven't brought you what you want if you've had that cycle of maybe toxic relationships painful relationships then my best my best advice is take some time out and like say work on yourself um when when it comes to becoming the one um what you need to understand is that nobody else no one like else in this world nobody else out there can make you happy that happiness comes from you um I've been single for on and off for a fair few years now. But you know what? Yes, when you've been in a long-term relationship and you first find yourself single, or if you've never really had one, you know, you might have just had short relationships, you've not, not really experienced anything um, serious. You do tend to have this, and I think it's society actually, gives us these ideals that, you know, we need to be in a relationship. If you're single, what's wrong with you? You know, first thing people tend to say if you haven't seen them for a while, someone from school, oh, you know, how's it going? Are you married? Have you got kids? You know, you're in a relationship. Not, um, oh, how's life treating you? Are you happy? You know, so we tend to, we feel pressurised, I think, um, in society to be in a relationship. But actually, I think what we should be teaching our children and societies um standards really should be just about being happy but you need to be happy on your own before you're going to be happy in a relationship you should be the source of your happiness when you give yourself the life that makes you happy right when you are happy in yourself then it doesn't matter whether you've got somebody else or not and then when you get that happy space and you're leading the life that you want to lead and someone does come along then they become the cherry on the Sunday, but you should be the Sunday first and foremost. And when you're not looking to somebody else to make you happy, when you make yourself happy, like I say, a good relationship that comes along, just basically, you know, it becomes the cream, you know, um, and you become the cat that's got the cream. But if that relationship doesn't work out and that relationship ends because they weren't the source of your relationship and you're the, sorry, you, they weren't the source of your happiness and you're the source of your happiness, then, you know, you, you, you're always going to be happy. So, you know, lead a life that you don't need a vacation from, but find that happiness, find that good life, single. Also, you know, when you focus on just being happy, if you just focus on um, leading the life that you want to lead, um, you actually then take off the focus of searching for the one. Because we all know the phrase, love doesn't come knocking when you're looking. So the more you... I see a lot of people out there that kind of get a little bit almost desperate, if you like. And I've been there. Wanting to fill that void, thinking that, oh, God, I need a relationship. If I haven't got one, then 
you know, is there something wrong with me? And, you know, um, but you've got to get, get rid of that notion. Um, if the more you are looking for the one, the more that you're searching for a relationship, what you're actually doing is you're taking your focus to an area of your life that you feel is lacking. If you think in part of your life is lacking, if there's a void, that is going to negatively impact your mindset. It's going to knock your confidence. It's going to knock your self-worth because you feel as though, you know, you're not, you're not complete. And so that's not a very positive way to, to view your life. And that, like I say, it's going to knock your mindset. That's going to make you feel more negative um, and that's going to affect your energy. And I have seen people before where they get in that sort of state and I'm not knocking it because like I say, I've been there, it's just sometimes the way that you feel, especially if you've been in a long-term relationship and you find yourself single. But we often, um, you know, get into these spaces where we do become a little bit kind of almost obsessed with finding someone. Um, but what happens then is you tend to attract in other people who are obsessed with finding someone. So you see these people who, you know, sort of, you know, straight away, it's like, oh, you know, they, they think they've found the one and, and, and they sort of throw themselves into these relationships quite quickly, um, you know, before they know where they're at. It's only been, you know, a couple of couple of months and they're meeting the kids. Six months they moved in and I just think, oh, my God, you know, it takes up to two years to get to know somebody. Take your time. But when, you, when you're searching for the one and you sort of get into that, mode of thinking you've got to find the one um for me you know people can make these mistakes where they throw themselves in a little bit too too eager bless them um and like say especially if you've got two people like that because remember the law of attraction you're attracting in someone who's very much similar to you um and then you see these people sort of like quite quickly um getting involved um and and sort of hastening um the 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 space at which the relationship um develops and then you know anything that ends uh, starts fast ends fast is one of my favorite mottos um and then they don't last um because they haven't really um made the right choices they've just found someone that seemed to want what they wanted which was a relationship um so if you just focus on finding the happiness in yourself first, uh, leading a life that, um, you know, has got everything in that you need, um, you know, like love, love can come in many forms. You love your kids, love your family, love your friends, love your pets, love your work colleagues, love your work, uh, love, love your home, <coughs> love your garden, love your, love your holidays, love your life. There's so much love out there. We don't need to be in um, a romantic relationship to find love. And what I often see as a therapist and, and, and as a person in my personal life as well is that when someone's looking for love, when they're, they're, you know, they're sort of a bit honed in on that relationship, like I say, it negatively impacts the mindset. They don't see the love that they've already got in their life and they can zone out from it a little bit. The heart chakra can sort of close down um, and they can become in a negative space. And that 
Going back to um, the energy signature frequency, you know, I can't say that word. Um, that then, when, you, when you're sort of not seeing the love in your life and you're closing down to it, that's actually going to negatively impact your finding love as well. Um, so just focus on um, leading a happy life, finding that happiness in other areas of your life. And then when you're not looking, love will come knocking. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about, um, and again, a little bit like defining the values, the qualities, the energy of the person that you want to become, therefore, uh, sorry, that you want to attract, therefore, you need to become. You also need to um, start off with some tick uh, tick boxes, a tick list. I sort of said both of those words together there. Um, of what you want in the relationship. I see a lot of people out there that meet someone physically attracted to them. Sex might be great. Um, and so they eagerly start this relationship. And I look and I think, well, that's not going to last because they're not a match. Now, you know, especially the older you get, you might not, might not necessarily want to be, you know, um, going through relationship after relationship. Uh, you might not have the sort of time or inclination for that. Um Ideally, we want to be go entering into relationships that are going to last. And what makes a relationship last or not last is the match. Being a match to that person. And the only way you're going to make sure that you're entering in relationships um, where you've got that potential to be a good match is to have um, tick boxes. So you need to have a list of what you, you must have what you would like to have and what would be nice to have it's a little bit like when you're buying a house or a new car or you're looking for a new job if you need three bedrooms because there's you and your partner and you've got two kids you wouldn't be looking at two bedroomed houses would you if you um have never done customer service before you've only ever worked in an office you wouldn't be applying for jobs uh, where you need customer service skills because the likelihood is you're not going to um, be successful in them. Um, you know, if you're going to buy, um, again, wife, kids, three kids, you wouldn't be going buying a two-seater sports car. So why would you be entering into relationships with people that at some point it's not they're not going to be able to give you what you want or vice versa? So a tick list of things like one thing I find really important Um is things like, you know, if you've already got kids and you don't want them, do not start relationships with people that haven't got them and at some point would like them. If you, for argument's sake, um, have got kids, they're quite young, so you need to be staying in the area for the schools, you know, why would you be on Tinder looking at somebody that, that lives 50 mile away? Or if you um, don't like flying... You prefer to holiday in England, um, you know, why would you be striking up um, a relationship with somebody that loves to travel and they're, you know, what they're aiming for is to at some point uh, sell up and, and go and, you know, travel around the world. And what tends to happen is, you know, you might meet somebody, whether it's online, whether it's, on, you know, in person, the physical attractions there. It's all fun to begin with. You're laughing and you're joking. You're having these lovely times. You might be having amazing sex. Um, and that kind of clouds the judgment. 
Now, that'll carry you through for a year or two, maybe. But at some point, when that person wants a baby and you clearly don't, or if, you know, it gets to the point where, you know, it's costing you a small arm and a leg every weekend to travel to where this person lives, and at some point you can't afford to do it anymore, um, you know, you get to the point where that person's like, right, I've saved up my money now, I'm about to go and travel the world, but you've got two little kids that you can't leave behind, you know, and they're in school. You've got to make sure that you don't enter into even start a relationship with somebody on paper that, that's, that's not a match, you know? And like I say, if you look back at all the relationships you've had that didn't work, I would hazard a guess one of the big pulling points to begin with was the looks or the chemistry, um, you know, and that's great. But if you're looking for a long-term relationship, then you need to add in um, these tick boxes as well. You know, so you need to put a little bit of thought into what you want. Um, and, you know, if you want to manifest something, um, you, you know, you need to start off with the right mindset um, and putting out there the things that are important to you and don't don't be blinded by your pretty face um <laughs> you know um when clearly you know at some point their needs your needs are not going to be the same and you and you're going to come unstuck you know start off on the right foot and i know sometimes it can be quite tempting you've been single for a while or other relationships haven't worked and then you've met this person oh you get on so well and you know, that physical attraction's there, but if the tick boxes uh, are misaligned, you know, please do yourself a favour, save yourself heartache now, and do not enter into a relationship with that person. You know, it's like the phrase, marry in haste, repent at leisure. And then the last thing that I want to talk about on this episode um, is energy. And your energy, i.e. your effort, being matched by the other person's energy, effort. If someone's not putting in um, the same effort as you, you'd stop wasting your time. All relationships, even friendships, you know, friends, family, um, work colleagues, every relationship you have should be um, 50-50 in the effort department. Never chase anything. And the ice cream man can fuck off for a start. You are worthy. You are amazing. And the right people out there will see that, they'll see your worth, and they're going to put the effort in. And if they're not, fuck them. Leave them. Don't, don't waste your time and your effort on anybody that's not giving you their time and energy if someone's not giving you their time and energy now, then there's nothing you can do that's going to make them want to give you more time um, and energy. You know, it's either there or it's not. There's a lot of people out there that um, will make you an option, not a choice. Um, don't waste your time on that. If the effort is there, you know they're interested um, and be clear at the beginning of any relationship, you know, what your standards are. You teach people how to treat you by what you tolerate. 
do not tolerate substandard effort. Um, do not tolerate somebody who, you know, one week they're, they're putting effort in and then you don't need from for, you know, a few days or a week, whatever, and then they bounce back. There's a lot of that goes on on the dating apps. I've experienced that myself because there's too many choices out there and people are hedging the bets. Well, they're not the type of people you want to be investing your time in. You need to invest your time in those that are worthy of your time. And those people are the ones that basically invest their time in you. So never invest in anybody that doesn't invest in you. Remember the effort, the investment, the time, the energy should be 50-50. When you first start out, it's a bit sometimes hard to gauge people. So, you know, not everybody wants to message every five seconds some people might just message once a day or on a morning or on a night you know everyone's slightly different in that some people warm up a little bit so you know they might be a little bit sort of shy to begin with but as they get to know you and become more confident you know they might be a little bit more um you know sort of forthcoming and i think you've got to sort of take it easy when you first start um talking to someone you first start um forming a relationship with somebody i always say to people you know only put in the effort that they're putting in just match it if you find you're the one who's putting a little bit more effort in then a that's going to make you feel insecure and b it might be a little bit too much for that person as well so just match their effort and if they put a little bit more in, you can put a little bit more in. If they pull back a little bit, you pull back a bit. Just match their effort, their energy all of the time. That way you'll never feel um, rejected. Um, you'll always feel that, um, you know, you're not giving more than what, what you should be giving. Um, and I think, you know, just take it slow to begin with. Sometimes we can put a little bit too much effort in. And if we start off that way, the other person then actually gets used to you being the one that does all the chasing, the one that does all the running. Well, you're going to run out of that steam at some point. And if you, you know, if you're the one that tends to put more effort into relationships as a rule, you know, you're the giver, you'll, you'll, you'll attract the takers. Um, so you don't want to start out like that. Match the effort, make sure everything, you know, is just a 50-50 balance um, and slow and steady wins the race. So make sure before you start entering into relationships that you have got those firm boundaries there, that you've got in your mind what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate, that you're quite clear with yourself that you will not invest time into anybody that's not investing time in you. You know, you've got to have that mindset. And if you are the kind of person where you have tolerated stuff that you shouldn't have done, then, you know, take that time out before you go on your next one to get that mindset right. Um, again, you know, I always say to people, pen, paper, write things down. Um, and, and like I say, if you're a little bit soft um, and you're always the one that gives, if you're the one that doesn't like to say no, well, you know, stay single for a little while until you've got that mindset right visualize yourself how you're going to behave what you're going to tolerate and strengthen um your boundaries if that's what's needed and then once you feel like yep yeah, i know where i'm at i've got my strong boundaries i'm not going to accept 
accept sub, uh, I can't even say it, substandard effort. Once you've got that mindset, then get yourself out there, but be very clear. Um, and like I say, if you're starting something and you're not getting that effort, if you feel like it's you that's doing the chasing, stop. This is never going to work. Um, eject abort mission, you know, before you get involved with that person. It's easy to stop something at the beginning before emotions are involved. And if you get into that habit of, you know, if it doesn't feel right, if you're not getting that effort, if they're making you feel insecure, get into that effort of right at the beginning, analysing that, you know, looking for the red flags. If you get into that habit of cutting things off at the quick if it's not going right at the beginning you're saving yourself heartache and eventually because it is a numbers game you know eventually you will meet somebody um that makes you feel good that's putting that effort in um and if the tick boxes are ticked and if you've got your values right and you know what you want then you know you're setting yourself up for potential success you've got to look at relationships it's a bit like a business plan you know would you invest in a restaurant um where it's in a location where people don't drive by um it might you know, the building might be crumbling the ground you'd look at that and you'd think well that's not gonna give me a return on anything you wouldn't go there you wouldn't buy a house where you know um or you wouldn't buy a car you couldn't insure or you wouldn't buy a house that you know was sort of falling apart at the seams so why enter into a relationship where from the beginning it just doesn't look like it's gonna you know give you that return so if you look at it like a business transaction and use your head you've got to use your head initially what sometimes we do especially when that physical attraction is there is we allow you know our sort of heart to, to rule um, or other areas of our body to rule you've got to use your head initially does this make sense you know on paper does this tick the boxes and is that person um, from the outset showing interest putting in effort and and you know making you feel um, secure like say if not eject abort mission so I think what I'm trying to say tonight is, you know, you need to think about what you want. Think about how you're going to behave. Think about the energy that you want to attract in um, and use your head. And like I say, don't, doesn't matter whether you've got to, like if you're using a dating app, it doesn't matter whether, you know, every couple of weeks you're chatting to someone new because you've, the, the people before you know, weren't ticking the boxes. It didn't look like it was going to be successful and you were aborting the mission. It doesn't matter how many dates you have to have before you find somebody that, you know, has is a potential match. So don't, you know, it is a numbers game. And I have seen people out there where literally they've dated, they've dated, they've dated. And like, you know, it is like a business transaction. It's like interviewing people. And, you know, it was one lady that I know, she knew what she wanted. And she must have had about 100 dates. And she'd be like, nope, nope, on to the next, on to the next. Till eventually she found what she was looking for. Now, you know, it doesn't always take 100 dates. But what I'm saying is she knew what she wanted and she wasn't going to settle until she got it. 
you know. So, and she was very clear in her mind of what she wanted. And she's now married with kids and it's going very, you know, it's, it's she's got an amazing relationship. So make sure before you even start out, you're very clear on what you want, what you're going to tolerate. Um, and like I say, make sure that um, you are the energy that you want to attract and make sure your confidence is there. If the last relationship rocked your confidence a little bit, you know, take time out, but don't enter into anything until you're whole again. And and make sure that you love yourself and that you've got that respect for yourself. Um, and then, you know, then you can go and have some fun. You know, relationships are about fun. But like I say, it's just about making sure that you 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 know you're only entering into ones where that fun could also lead into something lasting and fulfilling as well. Um, so I'm going to end it here for today. Um, on the next episode, I'm going to talk about masculine and feminine energies, which is something that I'm going to um do a session on on my other podcast as well in more detail. Um, so wait for the next one coming out. Won't be as long as it's took this one. I've had a lot on my plate lately, so I just haven't had time to to sit down and record. But I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks, the next one will be out. So as always, if anybody wants to get in touch with me, you can find me on Facebook and you can find me on um, Instagram as The Positivity Guru. Um, if there's any questions anybody wants to ask, feel free to get in touch and ask. Um, I will answer personally, but I'll also... Um, you know, bring in people's questions and answers um, on the podcast as well. Take care, everybody. Um, hope you've enjoyed the day and I'll, uh, I'll catch you all in the next episode.